Hi and hello and welcome to RBR.music podcast. My name is Steve Hurley and as always I'm joined by our resident expert and creator of the RBR.music Instagram page, Mr. Jordan Murray. Hello. Hello. Um, each week in true RBR fashion, we will be bringing classic and new album reviews. Our mission is to cut through the nose to discuss the sound. So here we go. This episode we'll be discussing Californian Soil, which is the third studio album by English indie pop band London Grammar. Released in April 2021, this album showcases the beautiful and very identifiable vocals of Hannah Reed, with the usual band members Dan Rothman and Dominic Dot Major. The band was formed in Nottingham in the late 2000s and have already had success with their previous albums. Over to you, George Boy. It's like a trip-hop album, like uh, Porter's Heads and um, who's the other big players? Uh, Massive Attack. Massive Attack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's very cinematic. It's very grand. um, Newfound sonics to the sounds. It's brighter, more epic. And I believe it's quite stunning um, in in its production. Uh, they've come a long way from the debut album. That's uh, that was something that they could work on, and they have worked on it. They've done three albums, I think, from the top of my head. Um, this is the third one. Is the best yeah, album. It's the third album. Uh, Hannah Reed, the lead vocalist, um, she's the leader and visionary on this album. She's um, yeah, she's singing about. Uh, feminism and heartbreak. And, I mean, for, for, for me, Joe, I was going to say, for me, I think her voice is, is like a really captivating voice. You, you've got um, certain female vocalists where the, the, the voice is so special in its uniqueness yeah. that you kind of, you recognise it straight away. I think like, you know, you've got Imogen Heap or, um, you know, that, that sort of turn of late 2000, a couple of female lead band members who just have this great kind like of... Like Beth, Beth Gibbons from um, yeah. uh, Portishead. Like, her yeah. voice just breaks through the music. And the music's awesome as well. Um, yeah, I mean, they're the pioneers of uh, trip-hop. And I think... London Grammar are kind of carrying on the torch, but um, with a new twist to it, because obviously Portishead would have been the 90s, I guess, and early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, there's that couple of decades on. Yeah, but it's cool that quite a sort of, I would think quite a small subgenre of music is sort of, it really finds its own, particularly um, with RBR.music. I mean, we do tend to sway a little bit more down the sort of rhythm and blues, blues. Yeah, rock. yeah, that's. Um, I think uh, I mean I like Porter's Head. I've keep on saying Porter's Head. Hashtag Porter's Head. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think because I don't listen to this sort of music that often, I was really drawn into it because I'm more of a blues rocky guy. So this was like a breath of fresh air to me, um, and I enjoyed it. I went back to the two previous albums they've done. Didn't enjoy them as much, um, but I like where they've got going with this. Um, it's it's more grand in, um, in its approach, 
like the stronger stuff, like teardrops and stuff from Massive Attack. Um, yeah, it know. definitely. It's got. It's, 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 it seems quite signature, I think, and it. it I, I I knew of London Grammar, and they did sort of appear on the odd playlist that I would put together or listen to. But I wouldn't have said I'd sat down and yeah. probably you know sort of done a whole the whole album. And um, on that, what do you think? If you just sort of summarise, what makes it different to the other two? What what sort of kind of elevates it? Because you know it's it's an album. I think we would put quite close to our sort of top twenty album of the year, wouldn't we? Yeah, I think so. It's um, I hate this word because it reminds me of people saying banter, but it's epic in its um, in its production. They've gone like full cinematic sort of. There's only four songs here that don't employ an orchestra. Um, and the cinematic scale comes through just as intended. The song Californian Soil, um, it, it continues the band's penchant for making songs that sound like um, other great um, trip-hop bands uh, from the 90s. Um, but I think that... And it's lucky, really. The I can't remember off the top of my head. The um, the record label has stuck with them because the first album was like, oh, where do we go from here? It was a lot of work to go from there. The second album, good, good, and they've made a massive jump to the with the third album to um, to where they are now. Um, and I think it's a comfortable listen. They're comfortable in their own skins, should I say? Yeah, and I suppose it's 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 um, something probably quite common with bands as you work your way through second and third and fourth albums, you really start to either find your sound or define your sound. Um, well, I disagree. To okay, I, in the sixties and seventies, yeah, eighties uh, a bit, but the nineties and then early two thousands, it was you've got to have a strong debut album or you're nothing or you just get dropped. So for them to be able to work out their sound through two albums, that's a lot of money that the record labels trusted them in. They've obviously seen there's something. I, I, think, I, think, I, think we'll see, I think we'll see in the end of that because I think independent music, independent records, small record labels working together on, on a, a sort of a, a collective kind of drive no yeah i'm glad i'm glad i'm seeing the end to it yeah yeah absolutely like you're seeing them um develop and that's that's a good thing there's people trusting the the bands uh, i didn't like the facts that like you make a like a huge successful debut album i don't like them as a band or, and i don't know them as people either but uh franz ferdinand um they did uh, a very strong debut album and then just nothing. The Darkness, very strong album, and then just like scattered, sort of. I think. You know? I, I think. No, thinking back, I mean, we're 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 spot on age to sort of reflect on this. And Cal, you know, you too, not you too, you <laughs> as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think. I think what it is is there, there was an era that was quite close to our hearts. That sort of. Turn of two thousand, um, you know, boys and girls picking up guitars and starting to actually play rock band music again. But it was quite short lived. You, you, a band would come and go, but there was a new band every other week. And I don't think it has to be necessarily negative because musicians often merge into different versions of themselves and bands split and redevelop and stuff. Um, 
What I did find quite interesting, though, on the sort of reference to time and first albums, the band formed in the late 2000s. First album came a few years later in 2013. Mm-hmm. Then we got a five-year gap, and then a four-year gap. And I couldn't answer that. I'm sure the band can. But maybe it's something down to the way this album particularly is, is so orchestral and, and, and sort of the musicality and everything that's in it is quite deep, I think. Would you agree? Yeah, and it's another brave move that they took such a long time to record in between albums because in this sort of streaming Spotify worlds, uh, Apple Music, um, you can be forgotten pretty quick because there's always the next thing coming out in 10 minutes time it's it's just a lot of a lot of music out there um but yeah they've obviously got a fan base i should have done a bit more research they, they might she might have done some solo stuff i don't know um but I, yeah um that'd be good to find out i suppose um memo to myself do some research well i, I couldn't see anything solo as such no. that I, I i came across but again I mean, no, she's, I think she's in her very early 30s now, so she's got sort of probably good music and I'm sure some LP solo stuff that is out there that's probably no doubt as beautiful as the vocals are in this. But um, I think, again, it it reminded me that it took me back a bit to that sort of mid-90s sort of sound. And again, like we've discussed, music takes me back to places of the past and feelings, and I really enjoyed that on this album. Yep. And you know we were talking about certain tracks that we preferred or liked or disliked, and I think the common theme for me would definitely be the the continual kind of walk down memory lane, which I really like because you know, there's nothing better than a bit of a modern take on a retro sound. I think personally, because um, sadly, boys, it is a little bit in our retro trip trip hop is sort of you know early mid nineties yeah, and we're yeah. old boys now, so so we have to we have to move on. I mean, you, you mentioned. Um, you mentioned obviously having a, a, a bit of understanding of, of, of their past. I mean, you weren't a fan before this album, Mo? Was I a fan before this album? Uh, I <clears throat> have a bit of a difficulty with the word fan because I'm either all in or I'm not at all. My fiance has seen these live with a second album. She loved them. Um, I wasn't invited. She went with her friends. We do things separately, I suppose. That's better. How dare she? I know, yeah, fuming. Um, <laughs> I just wanted a T-shirt so I'd been there. Um, yeah, am I a fan or was I a fan? I wasn't a fan. Um, I was aware that they were around because my fiance had listened to them and she'd seen them live. And it's not something I would gravitate to. And that is my mistake because I like trip-hop albums like... Um, well, trip hop albums, Moby, and things like. Well, I like his earlier stuff. Anyway, that's I'm not answering the question. So, um, yeah, for me, a fan would be I know the band's name, the name of the bands, without needing to look them up or think about it. I a fanatic. Yeah, I need to be yeah, absolutely. Yeah just enamored like everything they're doing when the next album's coming out like i just saw this album that was out it's like i didn't have it it wasn't on my radar you know which is a good thing i'm i'm still learning and you know um i wasn't a fan and although i do like this album 
I don't think I'm a fa- I'm not too fussed if they don't do anything again. So I, I wouldn't say I'm a fan. I don't think I'd see them live. Um, but I like the, what they're doing. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out my way to listen to them. I think f- for me, I have a different taste. But if I hear them on the radio or say You're, you play them if when I come around to yours, I'm happy to listen to it and I'll be listening to it, but I won't be, you know, I won't be properly hooked into it. In off air last week, just after the other recording, and you said something interesting, George, about how you found it like an escape from the music that you listened to that you touched on before. Yeah, yeah. And it's so like different that it sort of allows that 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 sort of fandom, you know, like that broader term of fan, which is not a fanatic. But yeah, I'm not going to switch it off, and now I've got a new appreciation for them away from the music that I usually listen to. And I think that was really interesting and such a such a good point. So the answer of being a fan of them is probably yeah, as you said, not fanatic, but. I'm not gonna ask anyone to switch them off, like. Yeah, but yeah, I like I like what they're doing. Um, yeah, the, yeah, I mean the, the reason the reason I ask is one thing that I sort of took from this, and you know we, we do a little bit of preparation and we try and listen and have a little bit of a, a homework uh, assignment. Um, I would now actually stick this album on yeah. a bit of repeat and uh, you know sort of um, you know a rotation of certain types of. Um, put on. I'm a big fan of sometimes at the right time of the working day or when you need a moment to yourself. I'm a big fan of having a bit more music than vocal sometimes, even though I, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. good vocal. And even though this album ha- has got plenty of vocal in it, because of her voice, I think the vocal very nicely merges with the music they put together. Um, a bit like, say, listening to classical music or listening to trance or something where you, you're taken away from you know, just the vocals that are often the driver to a song. Yeah, so I suppose for me, it's um, when I'm reviewing albums, which are primarily rock and blues albums, I would put this on or something like this just to re- just to forget about what I've just been reviewing, just to ease my head. Cleanse, cleanse the palate. Cleanse the palate. What a beautiful sentence, yeah. Agree, that's so true. I suppose, and I suppose you both referred to this, this sort of fanatical way of thinking of bands and genres and stuff like that. And we can all be a bit fanatical. Um, I enjoy being quite sort of thin and skimming along the top of music genres and dipping in and out. And I think what we have now, and, and, and to the success of bands, even as well established as, as these guys, because you know, they also put over 10 years yep. in the band, like you can fall across stuff and then really sort of end up putting it in your top top five, top ten, whatever, and actually finding something new. And I think that's where, you know, we, 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 me and George have had this conversation before, Cal, where, you know, the old days of sitting on Amazon and listening to 30-second samples on the old school kind of PCs that we had when we were kids and stuff. You know, it was an effort to try and find something new and like something new. You have to really put some effort into it. And now I feel like you, you can fall into these things. And, and I think you putting this in front of me, George, has probably put me... I definitely would have London Grammar playing in the house now. Fairly that's good. Because this album, and that's the, for me, that's, I mean, look, your reviews always be 10 times better than whatever I could say, but I'm now introduced to London Grammar on a, on a deeper level and actually 
maybe would I go and see them? Possibly, yeah, I would. Mm. I'd definitely, if it was at a festival oh. and they were on at 10, I, I would definitely bring them away over. Yeah, if they're at a festival, yeah. I'd be quite happy to. Yeah, it'd be someone that I'd actually look out on, on, on the festival. Like route out for, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think as well, I, I, I sort of tried to, I tried to look at some videos or footage of them. There wasn't a huge amount out there. Um, they do seem quite nice people as well. They seem like they seem quite good crack. So I like that yeah. absolutely. So yeah. so yeah, I mean, so, so I think for, for me, definitely, I, I love the kind of the, the reverb back to Massive Attack and Moby and, and that that real kind of haunting uh, mid nineties trip pop. I think you're spot on there, George. Um, would would you think this would be an album that could get anywhere near our top twenty one? 21 or do you think it's just that little bit too genre move for us no i think um it's a strong candidate i'm i'm not saying it's for a guy like me and people that follow our instagram account it's very different to what the followers listen to and um yeah you know and i think it's a breath of fresh air um, yeah. there's probably more stuff like this out there possibly um, I haven't sniffed it out yet um, but I'm very pleased that I've found maybe I'm talking myself around and I am becoming a fan but uh, yeah. well I think I think one of one of your points in your review was referring to the sort of um, sort of femininity and the relationship dynamics that you were kind of like sort of you were listening to and stuff and I think that's where the lyrical side of stuff actually is quite special because, like I said, I, I've listened to it more as a musical album, so they're a little bit more kind of continual without the, the deep vocals. But when actually you do hear the vocals, and I noticed a couple of times I was listening um, in work while I had my head in the computer, and some of the lyrics they do catch you off guard because they can be quite passive aggressive at yeah, times, yeah. which again I, I quite like. And you know, if you like lyrics, you, you enjoy something that catches you by surprise a little bit, be it a swear word or be it a bit of a um, There's always something new to find. It's like multiple plays, which is good. Like, I think I messaged her about the Elbow album saying uh, their latest album is quite a slow burner um, to get into. But once you get into it, it's good. And that's all good albums, really, because there's always something new to find. And then you start loving the album. Um, and this is possibly that sort of album. Because last time we did the, a pod, we were talking about GA20. Um, and we, well, besides Cal, <laughs> we liked that as soon as we listened to it. But that could then become a throwaway album. You don't really go back to it in five years' time. Where London Grammar, you possibly could. It's like I'm still going back to Porter's Head. Um, yeah. You know? So. I, I think it's got longevity. Yeah. I, I would I would 100 degree. I think. It's an album that, yeah, you might not pull off the shelf every single week for, for what you said before. Um, maybe you will, maybe you won't, but uh, I definitely think it's one you, that you can come back to. I feel like we've we've become fans of this album by trying to understand it, which isn't always the case for us. Sometimes you just fall across something and instantly love it. I feel like we kind of almost continue to talk to ourselves and to really like it more than maybe we thought we did. Yeah, That's not a criticism. It just, it just shows... Uh, um, it is a bit different to what we usually would, would do. So um, they are touring next year, uh, 2022. I think they're, they're actually uh, they're starting in Australia at the sort of front end of 2022. Hopefully, Cal, you know that as a returning uh, 
Englishman from Australia. Um, Don't who hopefully, talk to me about Australia. <laughs> hopefully, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Cal came back from Australia uh, one month ago and has literally had the coldest autumn I think England's ever seen, right? It's snowing. My God. <laughs> no, I, want, I want to go and see them in Australia next year. But, uh, I'll be but I think they're, 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 they're doing a bit across Europe. And then they are, I think, a couple, couple of venues in London. I don't think they're coming up my way in Manchester. Um, but I will definitely keep a, an eye out. And if I can get to any festivals this summer, which I'd bloody love to in the play. And I, I, I'm definitely going to hunt them out. Hopefully you boys be with me for yeah, a warm beer in the summer. Yeah. 100%, yeah. 100%. So I suppose... On that note, George, have you got anything else you'd like to add on this album? Do you, would you like to surmise anything, or do you feel like we've covered everything? I think we've covered everything. Uh, well, probably not everything, but I think we've given it a good go, and I hope the listeners will put it on and agree or disagree with us. Absolutely, and I think that's a point. And, uh, by all means, go and re-read or read George Reeves on his time. Uh, in usual, beautifully put, it's a, it's a great review, and I think it really gives you a good insight to um, this album. Um, so we're at that point of the podcast where we like to hit our features. First feature is, as always, Jordan, can we have your star ratings for London Grammar's Californian Soil, please? I certainly can. And I like where they've come from, um, from London. No, I like um, the progression from the debut to now, um, and I'd like to see where they take it from here. I hope it's not going to be such a long gap uh, in between albums. That being said, I'd give this 4.5 out of 5. Oh, my God. Wow, 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 wow. wow. Were you expecting that? Yeah, I think it's just because it's so so different from what I listened to. I just, I did enjoy it. I know I said I'm not a fan, but um, I did enjoy it. No, well, this is is the point of what we do. We don't... We're not, we're not a tip. We're not fans of everything that we do, and we are not fans of everything that we do. But we're enjoying learning and listening. So no, good, yeah, good. So four point five for London Grammar. I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see how harshly you would treat a genre Something of music that, really that you like. like. Yeah, yeah, like whether yeah. it'll get four and a half. It's because it's probably surprised you that you're like, yeah, this isn't my style, but it's actually really impressive when you picked it apart. That's interesting. Yeah. Just like when I've been driving and stuff, I've just got lost in the music. Like yeah. I think yeah. I go with such a critical head now to albums that mm. I should be liking. Mm. Um, I've stopped all enjoyment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Well, a, a worldwide pandemic doesn't help with oh, that even as well, George. So, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, the joys, the joys. Okay, so yeah, well, well done, well done, uh, London Grammar. That was a um, a really enjoyable score for me. Uh, thank you, Jordan. To our second feature of the podcast, and as always, we like to highlight three tracks from each album. Uh, it's called the good, the bad, and the rad. And as it says in the tin, it is one good track, one bad track, and one particularly rad track. So over to you, Jordan, if you could give us the good track this week. Yeah, um, I've got quite a few good tracks, but to whittle it down to one, um, it would be the track called Missing, which is uh, Folktronica sort of spirit. Um, yeah. Yeah, that sort of folky sort of spirit courses through the track. Um, it swells into the... Uh, I don't know, because I'm not used to this genre, but <laughs> a Tronica sort of beat, and I really did enjoy it. Um, so that's my good. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree. Her, her voice is particularly beautiful on that track as well. So I definitely, uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that one. But as you said, 
moving on to the bad, there are a lot of good tracks. Yeah. And I've got to say, I struggled, and I think you two did as well, yeah. in finding yeah. a bad track. So yeah, we, yeah. We, we have cheated and we have opted to give the intro the bad track this week because um, there isn't really a bad track. Um, and I suppose the intro is maybe, it's a two minute sort of, I don't know, slightly funny chaotic music yeah. maybe i don't know it's I, not needed but it is needed like... it's like, yeah yeah it's, yeah it's throwaway yeah. but it's it was nice to listen to it's yeah yeah but it's still good yeah. i know? love the way it's, yeah, yeah. I love the way have... this feature that we've come up with has been exposed after two yeah episodes. that we don't have i know, I know. <laughs> we, didn't see this we didn't see it coming that there'll be a bad uh, track <laughs> well do you know do you know i think thinking back and uh, you know we may we may or may not touch on some of these albums but there are albums that i've got in my back catalogue that i couldn't tell you a bad bad minute second yeah, yeah so yeah. we are yeah. we are gonna have this but we, but it is our feature we are sticking to this yeah. so the bad the bad track is the intro two minutes yeah. at the start of the album and then I suppose. Yeah. Um, harsh, yeah. <laughs> so don't <laughs> let it put you off, uh, but you might like it. Yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just skip the intro, and there you go. Yeah. Um, so, Callum, can you give us? I get the, the rad. The rad, please, is it? Yeah. The rad. Well, the rad. What was it called? I get a uh, baby at you, which I really did enjoy. Like I thought, I thought the whole album, as you used to have eloquently said, like it's. It's really like a whole soundscape from start to finish, which is really good. Yeah. But I, fa- I felt it's like it's a groover, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's a groover, and it's right in the middle of the album as well. Like it might be track six or something like that, and you you sort of have to you stick with that for like a minute before it really a minute and a half, I think, till. It really well, this is the in. thing. Can I just stop? Uh, can I just stop you there, please? Oh yeah, oh, please, please do. The please second do. No, album. <sighs> Does anyone remember what that's called? Um, Truth is a beautiful thing. Truth is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Right. Their first, the first part of that album is slow, and it just eases the mm-hmm. listener into um, into the enveloping grandeur. And now, I think on their third album, they're doing it with tracks rather than having to have the whole album do it, which I think is a lot better. Um, I know you were talking about the rad, but I think I just would jump in there. No, 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 I think it's still valid and like, yeah, it does, it became something halfway through that track that I thought like, yeah, this is something, something that I find that you could possibly, maybe it's more on the poppy side, I don't know if you would agree with that, Ooh. but you could have that on at like a dinner party or the back No, in my dinner party. I think you, uh, <laughs> I, I, I actually think you're spot on there because one thing that, I, I'm not saying necessarily they sound, you know, identical or anything, but if you think back to Massive Attack's Teardrop and how how it's been covered by band after band for years and like it's always you know it could be i do actually think baby it's you could be one of those tracks that actually you hear again in, an, in another rewrite or a, yeah, a different I form crossover yeah i think which is quite cool so yeah and again it's nodding back to um sort of i suppose possibly the roots to, to where this comes from so yeah well brilliant thank you boys really appreciate the uh the good the bad and the rads and uh yeah so nice one thank you very much everyone for listening um, I really enjoyed Californian Soul by London Grammar. I think everyone should at least give it a go and by all means have a little read of George's review on rbr.music where you can find this and many, many others. Please do like and subscribe and feel free to leave any comments or reviews at rbr.music, uh, Instagram or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, it's been great, a great half an hour with you guys all and we hope to um, talk to you again soon. 
Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks, Steve. Skip the intro. Skip the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, boys. Cheers. Thank you. Bye.